0: Welcome to the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Alicia. Greatness is a decision and your birthright. You deserve to love the woman looking back at you in the mirror. This show is for the purpose-driven female entrepreneur who is committed to only counting the time she gets back up. The woman who is ready to ignite the flame within, find her voice, and use the power of her story to transform the lives of those around her. This is your weekly fuel to inspire you to action where I'll be sharing inspirational stories, real talks with thought leaders and successful entrepreneurs from around the world and provide you with actionable success strategies for creating a business you love. I'm a content marketing coach and I'm committed to helping you as an online creator and entrepreneur wherever you are to turn your dreams into a reality, to help you transform your messaging so you can create a genuine connection with your audience and grow your income online. You are far more powerful and stronger than you will ever imagine. We are the warriors. You were born for this. Let's make life your bitch. Hello, welcome to the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. I am your host, Brittany Alicia, and I have Steph Zahalka here. And today she is going to talk to us all about her own experience of how she created her branding business, Jungle Branding Co. And so... To kick things off, Steph, I just want to welcome you to the show and you can tell me like where where did the story of this all begin as to how you even started your business in the first place? Thank you for having me. Um, Let's
1: see. My business started back in San Diego when I was, he wasn't my husband at the time, but he's my husband now. We used Mm -hmm. to promote nightclubs in San Diego. He was a DJ and I was a graphic designer. So I used to do all the club flyers and then they got around town and then all the restaurants wanted me to do all their graphics. So I majored in graphic design at San Diego State University. So I was like, oh, well I might as well just make this a graphic design business. Entrepreneur Mm -hmm. at heart here. And I did that until we moved to Australia and i just kept the business going i worked for a couple people but that's just not my jam so i started a company here i've been doing this for i think this is my 18th year of jungle branding co
0: that's amazing
1: i started jungle design studios and it started with graphic design logo design websites and printing and and as you know, on, I don't, you actually you might not know, but on the Gold Coast, it's all about networking. It's okay. people in person. And back then we didn't have Facebook. It was like MySpace and all the <laughs> social media didn't even exist. It's crazy. That's how old I am. <laughs> um, you don't look that old. Oh, I know. I'm glad. Thank God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so networking. So I started networking. I was doing everything. I'm just a bit of a social butterfly. I guess that came from the whole promoting nightclubs kind of mm-hmm. thing, and met lots of people, got lots and lots of business. It was doing really well. I hit six figures in my second year of business. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really good. So I was doing websites and doing all this stuff. And then I got sick. Um, I had something called ulcerative colitis. It's the sister disease to Crohn's. There's two of them in inflammatory bowel disease. And they're quite nasty and very, very painful. And I guess I had it bad. And for 10 years, I suffered with this silent disease that nobody could see, that I just did my work, did everything, showed up to these events in agony, Mm -hmm. painkillers but I still showed up because that's just what you do that's how I was taught maybe it's from my family but you just resilience tenacity get up keep going you don't have time to sit around just keep well, doing especially it especially
0: with especially with ulcerative colitis because those are literally stomach ulcers and, that are causing a complete inflammation in your intestines
1: like <laughs> that is not uh, fun it's ulcers in my colon is what it was yep not my stomach my stomach was fine but the colon it was bad I was like It was just horrible. Um, And I would go through flare-ups, remission. I was in the hospital a lot. So having this business that I'm running myself with this chronic, painful disease just taught me that no matter how bad it hurts, you can keep doing it. Because I have. And I kept doing it. So I had that evidence behind me of, no, you got this. You can keep going. Mm -hmm. And I got Really, really sick in 2010. After I had my daughter, it was like a year and a half later. I think pregnancy, the it kind of went into remission because I think pregnancy fixes a lot of things in your body. You glow, <laughs> your hair grows, your nails are beautiful, everything's awesome. <laughs> All goes shit as soon as you have a baby. Uh, but yeah, I got super sick, and so I was in the hospital. I had to take an ambulance in. I couldn't do anything, and when you can't network when you rely solely on this one marketing avenue and then you couldn't do it business dropped and you're like shit what am I gonna do now Mm
0: -hmm. so
1: that's when I had to teach myself a million other things Facebook ads and different marketing aspects so I could do everything I could build funnels I could do ads I could do SEO websites got all these things and it just got to be too much Back in the hospital. And when I was in the hospital, I ended up being a code blue. So, you know, if you've ever been in a hospital and you hear on the loudspeaker, no matter where you are in the hospital, code (laughs) blue, code blue, alarms going off, ward 6C, bed, blah, 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 whatever bed was mine. I was like, shit, that's me. They're yelling about (laughs) me. Um, And pretty much, I reckon half the hospital was like stacked up around like my bed. And like you know how they like the bottom tracky bits, like they were standing on it. So when you push the bed, they were coming with. There were so many of them. I even had one point where I told one of the nurses, "Was like, I'm cold. I'm so cold. My legs are cold." And he's like, "You've got like ten blankets on, love." And I immediately flashing through my head was like the movies, like, "Oh my god, my body's cold. I'm gonna die. Am I gonna die? My Mm -hmm. body's cold." So that. That was kind of freaky and then a nurse popped in front of my face while I'm laying there everybody beeping and alarms going off and she's like what's your phone number what's your husband's phone number because and can you sign this please because if you don't go to surgery right now you're gonna die I was like what just (laughs) sign it sign it I don't even care chicken scratch I signed it and they went and called my husband but
0: straight down to emergency surgery and So what seeing- had happened? Did one of the like ulcers like explode or?
1: No, well, uh, I ended up con- contracting CMV, which is it's called cytomegalovirus. All these medical terms going on here, but it's I'm an stupid- X-ray
0: tech by trade. So oh, so I got <laughs> yes. CMV.
1: So they're I was at a private hospital and they're like, well, I was going to have a s- surgery to remove it, but they're like, don't. We know what's wrong with you. We can fix it. We'll put you to the public hospital. Um, and take these pills because they're like $1,500 a pill and you need two twice a day. I was like, shit. (laughs) So I went to the public hospital, got the medicine and yeah, it's like the two day flu, but it's super contagious. And I was on methotrexate, which is an immunosuppressant. So it made my colon just start bleeding out, like going to rupture. Like, straight to emergency surgery, or you will die. If I wasn't already at the hospital and this happened at home and I didn't get that ambulance in, I would be dead. I would not even be here right now. So go down, wake up, tubes coming out my neck everywhere. And I had a bag. I had Mm. a bag. Like what, what is this horrific scenario that I am finding myself in right now? (laughs) Cut up from my crotch to my boobs, like (laughs) they opened me up and ripped it out the whole thing. So yeah, I was hospital for three weeks. The recovery was shit. But as soon as I got home, like my husband had a job at like a marketing executive. And when I had the baby and I was making really good money in my business and I was like, why don't you just, cause he kind of hated his job. Why don't you just quit? be here with Nina for the first three years of her life, which you hear all the stories of people on their deathbed saying, I wish I was there when they were a baby. I wish I wasn't working when they were a baby, you know, all that new stuff from the first three years. So I was like, quit your job, hang out with us at home and the baby in my home office for three years. So I had to come back and keep making income. So I was like, shit, I've got, I'm on morphine. I've got this massive wound that opened up and I had this machine and I got this bag. It's like, what is happening right now? (laughs) Um, But I was covered it up, still went out, went back to networking, not as much as I could before, but I, I had friends who were like, how are you doing this right now? my friend with back pain is like bitching and moaning and you're out an event with all this stuff going on. You just had surgery in the hospital for
0: four weeks because we're female entrepreneurs. That's why, (laughs) because we are women. (laughs) If I was going to dig a hole and
1: climb in it and be a pity of misery, I might as well have just died. Like, no, (laughs) I'm not about that.
0: Keep going. Let's do this. It's fine. I'm cool. I'm alive. Let's go. So, and And I'm curious when you noticed that you had the bag, what was your response? Because being someone who is, you know, has worked in healthcare and I had a brain tumor when I was 13. So I know what it's like to be on both sides, but I think as an adult and having been on that side now, it's always interesting to hear from even a patient's perspective of that, you know, those experiences and how, how much you know, for myself, it was like, even when I was a kid, how much those people made a difference. Like I remember each and every one of them, what they look like. And I can probably guess that the nurse that ended up in front of your face, you can probably still picture her, <laughs> right? Uh, like all four anesthetists, however you say that word. I remember all four of their faces.
1: I remember the surgeon, I remember the nurse, I remember everybody and mm-hmm. recovering, recovering. I was cut my entire, I was cut all the way up the front and open. Like I couldn't walk for two weeks I couldn't do anything like they had to do everything and I just would look down like (laughs) what is going on what is this happening (laughs) right now like no I am not crapping out of a hole in my stomach like (laughs) what is going (laughs) on oh goodness and I remember this is like little bit of a jump fast forward but I remember being at a couple meetings with potential clients men like businessmen because I worked with a lot of corporate and professional people as opposed mm-hmm. to nowadays it's all online coaches or spend spiritual and stuff but back then I remember sitting there and it makes its own noise whenever it wants to which mm-hmm. is horrifying. you're just like sorry that was me and he looks at you and you're like, yeah, sorry, I've got a bag. Don't want to talk about it. It's carry on with the meeting. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. That thing has doesn't pay attention to any kind of be quiet. That's for sure. Do you still have it? No, God, no. Okay. Um, no, no. So I had it for nine months. But because I had ulcerative colitis, I qualified for a few extra surgeries where they make something called a J pouch, which they okay. take my small intestines, sew that up into this pouch thing, sew it to the bottom, and there you go. Mm-hmm. But for nine months I had the bag and I had to network and meet people and keep going and do this with this bag, with this wound, with this but I was better. I wasn't taking thirteen pills twice a day. I wasn't in agony. I remember going to a few events and Talking with business people who've known me over the 10 years that I was really sick. And you know how there's like, say, a fan that's really loud, but you've tuned it out and you can't hear it until someone says, Oh, do you hear the fan? And you're like, Holy shit, that's really loud. I didn't even Mm -hmm. notice it. That's what they said. They said, I had no idea how much pain you were in until I can see you now, not in pain. Wow. so they're back to 10 years of me just having this look on my face yes I'm cool we're networking I'm doing business but <laughs> I know you can't hear me on the podcast but the face I'm making right now is like oh I've been so <laughs> <laughs> But they just got used to my face being like that I guess um, mm-hmm. and then when I wasn't they're like holy shit mm-hmm. oh oh that's you oh. like on a good oh.
0: day So yeah. And so I really like that you shared that because first off, nobody has an excuse now for not like for not being able to network because if you were able to go out and like publicly network with a bag, nobody has an excuse for like how they can't show up online today. (laughs) Right. Like especially especially when you are like, you know. I mean, you can see me. I do have pants on under here. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, how did that lead you to like transforming your branding? Because obviously you've moved online now. It's not like, you know, I see you online with the different pictures you do and the way you talk about confidence and that so obviously that has played a role into what you do today as to your your experience that you've been through so how does that how has your business transformed because of that experience
1: well everything that you go through shapes who you are good bad messy fun not fun (laughs) all of it it makes you it's it's like um like all the knickknacks you collect around your house and all the travels you go through it just adds into who you are and the fact that I could show up in with this machine that makes noise totally wrecked just with the bat it does it makes you realize that nobody cares it's all in your own head um you're not gonna die people aren't gonna make fun of you you're not gonna be canceled or they won't in front of your face anyway so it doesn't (laughs) Um, You, you'll make it you'll be okay you'll go home and you didn't die so you can get up and keep doing it and then the more you do it the more resilience you build tenacious like my resilience points are sky high <laughs> mm-hmm. so like that's why when people are oh, i'm afraid to go to a networking event why are you afraid of people are you afraid of you know why well, i don't want to say that online because someone will think this well they're gonna think whatever they think anyway so are you going to regret not showing up later and say oh, I should have just done it like i'm not you're not going to die that's what i want to <laughs> say it's like you you'll be fine the confidence everybody is stronger than they think way stronger than they think they can get through it it may suck while it's happening or you may be embarrassed or whatever emotions are going on but if you just push through it ha- it goes quicker than you think you'll be fine quicker than you think and with the whole business thing the fact that I was doing so many things and not networking so much because my husband went back to shift work um and I had the kids and one of them was in school then I had another baby I was like okay I can't network anymore I can't do the ones that I used to do so I need to find some kind of way to get clients because that was my marketing avenue So again, learning all these things, offering all these services, Jack of all trades, master of none. And the stuff that I'm helping my clients with, I wasn't doing myself. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, you need to, you know, take a swallow of your own medicine here, put yourself through your own process. I put myself through my own process which has been refined and changed and honed in on. So it's just going towards perfection and evolving mm-hmm. as every client I work with, it's changed everything. It's uh, I narrowed down and focus on what I am really good at. I'm a projector. If anybody knows what that, I'm is. A self-projected
0: I'm a self projected
1: projector. <laughs> I'm a splenic projector. So when it hits Take it, don't sit and think about it. Otherwise, it's gone and it's in your (laughs) head. But I have this gift of being able to see what other people can't. I see the label from outside the bottle, and you can't see it when you're inside it. I can extract things out of you that you didn't know were there and turn that into something tangible and energetic and strategic and visual that is basically your soul expressed so everybody else can experience it. And I did that by going through everything I went through. Mm -hmm. I've learned how to do it. Um, It's hard to do it on yourself a little bit because you can't really reverse beam those vibes through a mirror back at you. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I totally
0: understand that.
1: (laughs) I've hired branding people to help me with certain things that I can't see. Like as a projector, you can't see your own genius. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had help with that but uh yeah it's it's really easy for me to be a cheerleader for other people because I've been through so many fires and come out the other side
0: Mm -hmm.
1: my problem (laughs) a little design flaw with me is sometimes (laughs) I get a little bit impatient of like shut up and just do it (laughs) <laughs> you know, you. Why like, are you complaining? Why are you complaining? Just go do it. <laughs> I lose patience sometimes in my head, or I could be a little bit blunt um, because everyone's feelings are valid, everyone's emotions are valid. You're allowed to feel that way. But I am a really good person to be able, pointing out, per, like perspective shifting people, going, but it's not like this. What if it's like this?
0: And you're like, oh, shit, that makes it so much easier. <laughs> And I honestly think that's part of us being projectors now that you're saying that because I can be the same way with my clients, but you know, I think it's one of those things where as projectors, because we see everything so clearly and they don't, it's for us, it seems like it's such a clear path. It's like, well, you're here. This is what you want. I've just given you the solution. Just go do it. It's obvious. you see this? (laughs) <laughs> and they're like, I don't, I don't see it. <laughs> it's, it's like magic. We're magic. We are. And I really think that we don't recognize our own gifts as projectors. And I seem to be pr- attracting projectors because the last few people who have been on the podcast are projectors. And so it's interesting because it's actually a big discussion that I've had with some of the, the women because. We, we don't see our gifts. Even when I was like, cause I go through, obviously I was just sharing with you with the podcast is I read the applications and then identify like what your story is and from it. And I was looking at it and I was like, anyone can do this. And all of a sudden I start getting compliments on the way I can pull the people's stories out of their little bit of information. They said, and I'm like, I guess I'm good at that. (laughs) Like, I thought everyone could do this. It seems like common sense.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Same. It's, that's why I've realized like no more websites, no more ads, no more anything. Like I am branding. I am so good at this. And every time I have a client, I see it's I guess it's kind of the way that I'm starting to learn my own gifts is by every client I get, every each one. I have literally a hundred percent success rate when I do uh, going through my branding pro my proprietary methodology. There's four pillars to it, and it's a whole process. It's not about the visuals. That's the very last thing we do. It's about mm-hmm. discovering who you are what you're meant to do like and then the vibe of being that and then turning that into an actual strategic brand for your business plus raising the positioning raising your prices talking to these people you're figuring out your unique signature process like i did with myself i can do with them i can just see it like they can say a few things it's it's like, I do have a questionnaire and people freak out. I'm like, don't because I'm figuring everything else. This is done for you. They're like, Oh, you mean I don't have to figure out my mission statement? I'm like, no, you talk, you fill out this thing. I've got it here. We're talking (laughs) during our workshop and I'm typing and I'm coming up with these statements and these visions and these positioning statements and all these things. And they're like, how did you do that? I don't know. It's a gift.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's what I realized recently. I'm like, I don't I don't know. I thought that was something that everyone could do. So, you know, that's why it's so important for like people to hire a branding coach cuz I lot I think a lot of people don't see it as important, but then they pay for program after program after program trying to figure out their niche, trying to figure out their I help statement and all that crap. And if they would just, you know, invest the money in a branding coach, but they Like the perspective they think, oh, a branding coach is just going to help me pick up my colors, and they're going to create pretty pictures for me. And I'm like, no, you are your brand. You are your brand, and if you aren't put together, if you don't even know who you are, how are how's anyone else supposed to know who you are? Yeah, a confused audience doesn't buy. It's a lot
1: harder to sell. It's everything. It's it's the visuals is the last. This is my quote, and I want to make T-shirts that say this. (laughs) I. Design and build your mansion, not decorate the room in your favorite rental unit. Because when people think of logos and colors and fonts, that's decorating a room. Well, what, mm-hmm. what the hell, where is this room? What's going on? What kind of house is it? Is it a mansion? Is it a beach house? Is it an apartment? Is it a shopping mall? Is it a high rise? What is the mansion? Who are you? What are you about? What does the whole structure and strategy and foundation Look like what's it? Who gets to come into your house? Who do you serve? Like, why do you want this many levels and how many rooms? It's decorating the rooms is the last part. There mm-hmm. are graphic designers all over the planet, everywhere, especially with Canva now. Everybody's a graphic designer who call themselves brand. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I, I don't even know how to use Canva, um, so they call themselves branders, but it's not. You're not branding anything. You're designing. The superficial visuals but what are those visuals representing there has to be some depth and personality Mm -hmm. and substance and character and messaging and a voice and a tone and a whole 360 degree multi-dimensional thing that's your brand it's it's like the iceberg analogy where the top of the iceberg is your visuals that's what we see we see your clothes, we see your colors, we see your logo, your pretty banners of your new program that you're launching. That's the top. It's the bottom shit that is the most important. Otherwise, that's not even going to stay up. Do
0: you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because I mean, you can have the prettiest picture. And if, like, if you have no one, no audience to come see it, nobody gives a shit about your little pretty picture that you created. It's great. But have you helped me build an audience of people who absolutely love who I am as a human being or what's happening here? What are we missing? <laughs> yeah, it's that's a thing. Like, well, you don't have an audience, but who is the audience?
1: Because there is an audience for every single price point. There's an audience for the $2 and there's an audience for the $200,000 program. Everywhere in between, you need to know who they are, how to speak to them in a particular way. And then give off the energy, the confidence, the vibe, the messaging, the words you use, everything has to click where that person who wants to spend 200k on, a, on a, your service or whatever it is, all that shit needs to match up. Otherwise, they're going to be like, I'm not investing this much money. Something's not right.
0: Mm-hmm. Everything
1: has to be cohesive. like a big puzzle. And yeah. if you think about just your logo and stuff, that's like one or two puzzle pieces. Like, does that tell you what the whole puzzle's about? No. <laughs> like, you know, it's like the eyeball, but is that a tiger or is that a person or is that an alien?
0: Like, you know what I mean? I so, but yeah. And so, what got you interested into branding? Because obviously, you said, you know, back when you were in the California, you said you correct. Yeah, San Diego. Yeah cause you were in San Diego. Um, so when you were there, like even prior to that, you know, if we were to go back to like Steph's childhood, <laughs> you know, what got you into like all of this? Because I really do find that the, the things that we love and that when you finally do find your passion and what you're really good at, and you're like this, this is it. I've been in a million different businesses and this is my thing. We can usually trace it back to like, What was, what was that thing we did as kids that led to where you are?
1: You're going to laugh. My mom always said that I came out of her holding a crayon or a pen (laughs) or a pencil or a paintbrush. I have always, I just this innate talent of being able to do art and draw and paint of any medium. And that's mm-hmm. what I always did all since I was little, all the way up. Like, you got kids scribbling on coloring books, and mine were may have been one or two colors, but always in the lines, <laughs> always drawing. I've got an art account. I've done hundreds and hundreds of pieces. I've been in galleries, I've been in art exhibitions, I've been published in probably about five or six art books. So, wow. art, beauty, design, that is where it's coming from.
0: Yeah, and it's funny you say that cuz as soon as you said that um it made me think of one of the posts that you recently had on Facebook where you had your red dress on and you were getting like it looked like you were maybe doing some photos that day. Yeah. Yeah. And that reminded me, I don't know why it reminded me of like with the paint and stuff. It was like, you know, what you were doing there, it looked so simple. And, but it looked like art, you know, it's like the way you crossed your leg in front and brought it back. And I think you make it seem like, I think you'll like, you allow your like audience and your clients to, for it to get to be easy. This doesn't have to be hard where they, you know, people get stressed out about their branding where all of a sudden they, you know, never do it right? They never show up online because there's so much fear that this is going to take too long. This is going to be too difficult. So when I saw you doing that, I I was like ready to start taking notes. And I was like, okay, so what's she doing here? (laughs) Oh,
1: yes, that was it. Simple is the thing. I have been doing this for so long and I've done so many things. And the older you get, you realize I have no time for complicated -hmm. I want things to be easy, and it gets to be easy. Uh, I think the problem that a lot of us face right now is we are overloaded with information. We have there's there's like fifteen thousand programs for every single little tiny subject. Have like being an entrepreneur seems like there's a million things you have to do, but you don't. You actually just have to have your brand, which takes care a lot of the work it's like a roadmap it's a blueprint it's a guide it tells you where to go what to do what decisions to make an offer and an audience to sell it to Mm -hmm. and can't forget delivery you need to deliver results you can't just be a sales machine and you can't just be good at marketing you actually have to be good at what you do because people are paying you (laughs) So, I <laughs> think <you. laughs> a lot more programs on that part of it. Of like, have you ho- mastered your craft? Can you deliver?
0: And that's what I find has kind of given the industry such a bad reputation. Is that people go online and they see someone else doing something, and. They just want to be like them because, oh, they hear they're making this much money and they have this many clients. Well, I'm going to do exactly the same thing that that when that person's doing and that like you said, they haven't mastered their craft. They oh. are just, they're just creating a watered down version of the person that they're trying to oh be like everywhere. It's, yes. And it's social media. It's the highlight
1: reel. Like, I know that's been thrown around. It's kind of cliche, but Someone's sitting, you know, drinking champagne in front of a tropical, beautiful scenery, and just I just had a sixty-three thousand dollar day. Okay, but people get shiny lights about that and go, I want to do that. I'm my nine to five. I'm going to be a coach. I'm going to be a coach. I I've witnessed that entire thing happen where about three thousand women all quit their jobs and said we're coaches now. I wanted to start charging high tickets, <laughs> but. Do you know what you're doing? And you can't forget that those people that are at that level spent 13 years, seven years, 10 years building a business. They went through the shit. (laughs) They went through the roller coaster (laughs) of networking and learning this and deciding. It's like when I work with someone, I don't work with new people anymore. I used to do that. I now it's more exclusive. You have to have been in business. You have to know what you like we can you know narrow that down as we work together because i'm really good at seeing that but you have to have results you can do results for your clients you have to be ready to just hit that next level i'm taking you from wherever you are in your business and elevating it like i'm mm-hmm. we're going from a two bedroom house to a mansion that's what <laughs> i do i build you the mansion and we get to this point but you have to be able to deliver it. I don't know. Did I lose track of what I was talking about there?
0: <laughs> no, I, I'm um, like on edge, totally following. Cause I totally agree with this. And I love the way that you are explaining branding because I think so many people don't really get, know not. what a branding coach is. And I, like, I know I've seen women who, yes, they say they do branding, but it turns into just visuals. And people, and then I, I find that people like yourself get lost in what branding really is and, you know, it coming back to who you are and how you show up and, you know, like I said, how you show up, how are you delivering people results, not just slapping on a pretty picture and being like, see, like I'm professional, I can do this, but behind the scenes, they're not making any money at all. And so then it ends up like, you know, again, people then don't trust people because they just have pretty pictures.
1: Yeah, it's also too is a lot of people want this instant. They want to go from nothing to a five figure month. Uh, the thing with branding is it's not the short game. I have clients who, as soon as we were finished and launched their master classes and groups, she did 136k a week right after we rebranded and launched it all. But Mm
0: -hmm.
1: while I'd like to say I made that happen, I was part of it because she is still the coach. She still has the program. She has still been doing this a while. It was just the catalyst. It's the long game. Branding is the long game. There's a reason why the most successful companies, the long lasting companies invest so much money in it because Mm -hmm. it's required. Branding is a perception. People will perceive and judge you based on what they see and what they read and what they hear you show up, your whole presence. That's my methodology is called the epic presence method, because your presence is everything. It's everywhere. And people will perceive it. So why would you not spend the money or invest in making sure that that perception is exactly what you want them to perceive? Are you going to leave it to chance that someone thinks that you do all this stuff and you're this kind of person when in fact you're this over here? You're like, no, I'm not um, a a rock in the ocean. I'm a majestic sparkling iceberg. But if you're not telling people this, they're going to perceive whatever they are. They will judge you. Branding puts what you want them to think in their head.
0: Mm -hmm. Right? It's authenticity.
1: Yeah. and vulnerability and confidence that's that's the thing that came out of this illness as well when I was sick and coming out is like you know what this is who I fucking am and mm-hmm. if people don't like it I don't care I almost died it's irrelevant to me this is my reality this is my life I'm going to live it the way I want and going through my branding process I realized I'm going to own who I am. That's what makes me, me. That's what makes people want to work with me. That's why people reach out of nowhere that I didn't even know. Follow me. Like I've been following you and your vibe. Like how do I work with you? It's because I, it's so me and it comes off that way that I show up in such confidence that you can't, there's no, no other way to be because it's me. It's not mm-hmm. fake. Um, yes, you can, have a brand perception that is, you know, what? Maybe I hang out in thongs at the beach all the time. I'm a bit of a bum, but I do have a brand that delivers this particular thing, and I want it to be high end. That's totally okay. You are allowed to be both. You are allowed to drink a two hundred bottle, two hundred dollar bottle champagne, wearing your pajamas, it in your hair. It doesn't even fucking matter. The thing is, is that it's about your high value. That you offer, the client experience, the high value deliverables that you give them, all of this stuff is what elevates the premium. But the fact that we extract who you are underneath that to support it is okay. You don't have to look like you fell out of a Vogue magazine. You can still be this person because your perfect clients and your perfect audience is going to resonate with the person in their pajamas but Mm -hmm, still pay mm -hmm. a high price for it. There are so many rich, wealthy people out there walking around looking daggy as fuck. And (laughs) the ones who look super made up high end with pearls like are half broke. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's your vibe. And Mm -hmm. there is no right way or wrong way as long as it's true to you. It's who you are. It's your soul essence. And that is why, back to your other question, why I got into branding and really nailed down into that is because I absolutely love discovering who someone is when they're talking and being able to see it and bring it out. It's like I'm unlocking something mm-hmm. and opening the door and this light shines. And then when I build all this and create it and show it to them, I have not had anybody except one person wanted to change the color of a font. But that's it from blue to black. <laughs> whoop do you do? But mm-hmm. I have not had any make a single change they get tears they jump up and down they're like holy shit that's me I just have this intuitive way of being able to extract your soul and then put it into a visual strategic foundational messaging whole big branding package and wow. that's my favorite thing the look on their face <laughs> when they see it and then how I feel and how they feel and that back and forth firework shit that's why I do it <laughs>
0: And, you know, I think that's why it's so important that, like you said, you are a master of your craft because you can't, like, you can't make that shit up. You can't fake it. You can't, you know, it's, it's one of those things that when people can actually connect with someone who absolutely loves what they do and it shows in their work and they're able to actually help you with that, you know, it's. That's what a true brand is, right? Is someone who actually, like you said, is a full embodiment of what they do. And so I, you know, you even talked about that earlier was with the embodiment that you had to remind yourself like, Hey, I I need to be doing my own shit that I teach people. Yeah, it was good. It was
1: awesome. I love it. I had a really good compliment the other day from one of my clients. She's so lovely she wrote that you know how you look at other branding people out there and you can tell when you see people's work that you know who did their branding because there's a similar flavor or it's got their stamp or oh i know this person did it because they all look like that um she said that i am not that person you can't tell which ones i've done because they have nothing to they are all so different And because it's, I'm extracting from your soul, it's like your fingerprint. It can't look like anyone else's. Mm -hmm. Everything I do is so completely different because I'm not designing for me. I'm designing what's like channeled through me, basically. So it can't look the same. There can't be my stamp on it because it has nothing to do with me.
0: So I thought that was a pretty cool compliment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is. And so for yourself, like when someone wants to work with you, What are things that you ask them in order for them to start to, you know, you to start getting an idea of what their brand is?
1: I have a process and my process is so fucking awesome. I love it so much. (laughs) It takes like, it used to take, you know, months to do all this stuff and back and forths and this and that. It now is so streamlined. I start off, I have this whole luxury red carpet client experience and it comes with visualizations activations i've got gifts that i send um this whole process they get this questionnaire it is a hefty questionnaire and i've done it so i know how shit it is (laughs) but how good it it it's mind-blowing everybody who does it looks at and goes oh my god or when they finish and say that was like kind of hard but (laughs) the clarity. It's like their brain just exploded. They're like, I know so much about my business now they know. And everything in that is gold for them to use in the future. They can extract pieces from it and use it in their messaging and their offers, how they talk to people, how they know how to speak to a certain audience. And then once they do this questionnaire, I get it. And then we have a workshop. It's usually because I like, let's just get this done so you can get mm-hmm. out there, own your brand, make money, help people make an impact. I don't want to drag this on. So we have a three hour, I never time it, sometimes, usually, most of the time it goes over, three hour <laughs> strategy session where I have their questionnaire. I don't go back over that. I have a second set of things. It's my character curation uniquely you process where the first part is where I we talk we have this session, I get stuff out of them. um, And this is where I craft their mission statement, their vision, their purpose. I put together their voice, their language, just by talking and having this conversation, I can extract their entire strategy. This is a 22 page thing that I put together (laughs) that they can use. Anybody that works for them can use their ad managers, their social media. So everything sounds like them, their photographers, everything's on brand um so we go through that I extract this and then I go into the character and the personality and I have these really cool abstract questions that I ask that people like when they hear it they double take they're like what
0: <laughs> what the hell did you just ask me <laughs> yeah, like, that's a crazy question oh let what's me the speak. craziest question on there what's the craziest question on there
1: oh I don't know if it's the craziest but one of them is if
0: you're Brand was a car. What car would it be? I was, I was, I was thinking that you were gonna ask them what's their craziest sex position or something like that. No, 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 no. (laughs) You need to throw one of those in there just to see their response and be like.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it's just really off the wall, abstract questions that it shapes what I will design. Because if someone tells me that their brand is a Range Rover which I've had, but their mm-hmm. brand was very adventurous and mermaid-like. It was crazy. It was so much fun. And then I've had someone say, it's a Ferrari. And then I've had someone say, it's like a little convertible cabriolet. And you're like, wow, mm-hmm. see how different everybody is? Just this whole set of abstract questions just brings out these things that I need to then create an entire brand around it. And it's so much fun. So we go through that. Then I go away. I put together an entire Pinterest board. They don't have to do anything. I do it. I resource pictures and it's stuff that they can then use for their marketing in the future. So they have all these resources that come out of this, but it's also part of my process that helps me. So it's win, 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 win all Mm -hmm. around. And then I come up with these colors and the whole vibes. And then I have a zoom call. So you get quite a few zoom calls with me and we do everything right there in person. Mm -hmm. Um, So we change, we go, it's perfect. I like this, these color, we just refine the colors, the whole vibes, make sure everything is on track. And then I go away and then I do the design work. And then I have another presentation where I go through exactly what every single element of a logo and the marks and the brands and the graphics that I use, what everything means, because every single swash, every little element means something. There's mm-hmm. a story behind it. I explain everything in detail, so when they finally see it, they're like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm getting, they've all a hundred percent success rate going through this process now that I've got, and. Yeah, they've got this whole presentation and then they can use stuff as we go. And this whole thing takes me like 30 days or less to do back Mm -hmm. and forth. And anything that needs to be changed during that presentation, I've got my program open. We're on Zoom. I change things as needed. I move things around. They want to see something. They don't. We look at this and that. It's all done right there. So by the time we're done with that Zoom call, which is maybe 20, 30 minutes, it's done. Mm -hmm. and they're part of it it's a co-creation so their energy is added to it right so it's like this thing is just being created that's why it's just so fucking magical because by the time they're ready to launch and release it's them it's like this is my aura this is my energy (laughs) this is i love
0: this they love it and so go ahead go ahead i'm like on with the edge of my seat. I'm like, tell me more.
1: The <laughs> audience loves it. And then I, you know, give them logos as I go, they get, um, you know, I do a strategic present, like your presence of how you're going to show up and look just a guide because you are free to do whatever you want. There are no shoulds. There are no rules. You make the rules. It's your game, but here's like something that might inspire you. Like here's a set of like 12 Instagram in the feed. And I do backgrounds and textures and, all sorts of things just come out of this. And I put it all in our Google drive and they get to get stuff and tease it out or wait for launch. I've got all sorts of resources and yeah, it's just the best.
0: And so they've had, they've got all the colors and like every, you know, they've got their vibe with you. And so then what happens in order for them to actually, you know, take all of this and do a launch because you mentioned that one of your clients just had like a you said one hundred thirty six thousand dollar launch. Did everyone else hear that? <laughs> yeah. Well, that that was not. I'm not
1: saying that her branding made her have one hundred thirty six thousand, but what we did is while we were working on her branding, we had we went into it with an intention because she knew she had a set of master classes that she wanted to do. And she had this new group program with the VIP part of it that was going to lead into it. And she has three different levels of this program. So knowing that while I was creating this brand, this billion dollar brand, she called it to represent it, to hold it, to hold the evolution of it. That's what I do. I don't design for who you are now. I design for the future you. So when you're moving up into it, it can hold everything. Mm -hmm. And so while we were doing the design work we also i helped her with her funnels and her sales pages and you know creating these master classes and launching it so when the brand came out she did everything it coincided with perfect timing and we released these master classes and these programs and it just it looked a million bucks it felt like it she was so confident plus the delivery of what she delivers obviously is what's Mm -hmm. sold but it's kind of like having all these little things click in the pace makes it so much easier for someone to say yes. And Mm -hmm. a lot of women said, yes, and she did not have a huge audience. Um, and, and then selling the VIP spots and it ended up being 136, like 764,000 sales week. She did that in a week. Nice. And it was just based on these launches and this brand and everything that came out that we worked on together. So
0: that Yeah. Was- and, you know, I really like how you say that it's really getting clear on who you are. And I think when you go through a process like that with yourself, that you also figure out who you aren't. Yes.
1: Yes. And who you don't want to work with and what you don't want to do and what your boundaries are and what your non-negotiables are.
0: Yeah. And because I think, you know, we were talking about how so many people are trying to be like everyone else. So they have like, they're all of a sudden trying to bring in all these different niches, like you said, like the jack of all trades, master of none. And because they do that, that you lose their brand. So I think, you know, working with someone like yourself, all of a sudden they can take those pieces out that it's like, okay, I thought this was for me. They thought this is what I do, but just kidding. Like, I'm actually going to remove that because that's not who I am at all. It was the best thing that ever happened
1: to me is doing that. that is getting rid of everything. And then just doing the one it was the best.
0: And like you said, you know, you still have all those skills. So you can still help a client with that. Because I mean, I heard you like I thought of this as soon as you said, I helped her with her funnels and you know, all that. And it's like, so you have the skills in your toolkit to do it, but it that's not what you want to be helping people with is like, I'm the funnel queen. <laughs> Yeah, I used to be the funnel queen. Uh,
1: but yeah, no, I've got that. I design sales pages. I have. I design the mockups for people's websites. I won't build them anymore. But my clients that do have them, I still work with them. I yeah, it's there as a client needs it once they're already a client. But my gift is branding, and that's what I show up as. And a lot of people worry about oh, but I don't want a niche because I do so many things or. I don't want to do this. or I'm like, well, you're taking it the wrong way. You can be multi-talented. The niche is you like, yeah, what yeah. is your niche? Like who you are and what you're available for and not available for. And, you know, all these little touch points that we're creating, like all these little puzzle pieces and we're building a puzzle, mm-hmm. you know, all the bits of furniture and paintings and plants and knickknacks that we're putting in your mansion. <laughs> it's okay and,
0: and so for yourself so you said that you like if we were to go back to where you were talking about the embodiment piece I would love to know how did your brand transform over the years and become what it is today Ooh, I
1: let's see I think the biggest catalyst was actually going through my own branding program and it's definitely easier to give these questionnaires to clients than to do it. I understand this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it it really gave me so much clarity. Clarity is so underrated. It should be like up in lights, like clarity. Just being crystal clear on something is a game changer. And the more clear you are on how to articulate these things and, you know, get really hone your skills and master your craft and focus it creates this confidence and the more you focus and do it and the more you be that the more you embody it it just kind of snowballs right just the momentum
0: grows Mm -hmm. so what
1: was your question (laughs) again
0: I want (laughs) to, you're like, you're so passionate about, and you're just like, oh, um, I asked how your brand trend has transformed over the years. Yes. Yeah. It was
1: going through that, that I realized what I don't like. I don't want to do websites. I don't want to do this. I'm not available with working with this type of person. Um, and it just slowly, I started to speak to a different set of people, charge a different set of prices, positioning. Um, and then I played there for a while. And then, you know, I invested more money and higher end strategists to help me get to those next levels and decide, okay, what's that next level look like? And then, you know, put myself through my branding process again, because brands evolve, they grow, mm-hmm. you, you should not have the same brand that you started with when you've been in it for a few years, like, it tweaks. It doesn't, you don't have to completely rebrand, rebrand unless you need to, but it should evolve. And mine mm-hmm. has evolved over the years, uh, to where I now the results, my clients get the experience that I deliver, the, the skills that I've mastered. It's, I have hit a point where I am exclusive. Now I'm a, Two, four, projectors. So it's like my party's up on the balcony and I'm letting certain people up to the VIP room, basically. <laughs> I've hit that point where now it's five figures to work with me. Um, I am releasing a group program that, because I know people like to work that way. It's more fun access to me, but it is a self, like do-it-yourself. I'm there every week for coaching and help and all this stuff. Uh, cause I have a lot of people where I'm on their vision board, which is really, <laughs> like, I'm on that is board. very cool. I know, who, I know who's on my vision board and like, I'm on someone else's that blows my mind and mm-hmm. it's so humbling, but I, yeah, I've hit that point where to work with me now, I know how good I am. And it's only because of each client I work with and the results and the experience and the evidence, like, you know what? I am worth this. And I've got other people in my corner cheerleading me on to help me as well, realize that I am worth it.
0: But mm-hmm. yeah, it's
1: definitely transformed. I didn't just go from, you know, charging $1,000 to now I'm charging 18000 I went through every price point. I went through every type of client, every type of audience, and it's just evolved. Mm-hmm. And grow, and it's the long-term game. I've been doing this for 17 years. It wasn't just a flash in the pan. It's not just a, a crazy quantum leap. <laughs> uh, there are quantum leaps, but I think people might be mistaken what that means. But no, yeah. I did the stepping stones. I went from the rental unit to the apartment to the townhouse to the house to the mansion. You know, slowly. So yes. it has formed, but it was a
0: process. Mm -hmm. so the 2-4 splenic is it the 2-4 that's putting you up on the up on the high rise yeah me too
1: (laughs) (laughs) we're on the balcony above the party and we're like yeah and they want to come up to our balcony and it's exclusive you have to be
0: invited (laughs) that's awesome so you know you've talked about your confidence and obviously that's grown over the years like you've said Do you have like a pivotal moment where something just happened that you were like, it was like something was said to you or there was a specific client that just like it clicked and you're like, holy shit, like I, I'm really good at this. Like, of course it like builds on itself, but do do you remember, like, was there a moment where you're like, I am charging like way too little and it's time to level up?
1: Yeah, it was kind of a weird, it, there was a, a series of moments. Mm-hmm. And it started with, I was being mentored and in programs of a particular, very successful, popular person that a lot of people know. And I uh, started to, you know how when you're in someone's world for a long time, you kind of start to sound like them.
0: You mm-hmm. kind of take
1: on some of their personality. Everybody does it. You see it everywhere. And I was really outspoken. I was super confident. I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck, blah, 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 you know, swearing. I was like, oh my God, you're swearing in your posts back when not many people did it. And I was like, yeah. And I got known for that of being, you know, people would be like, oh, you're the branding chick. I see your stuff online all the time. People like, I know it was yours without seeing who wrote it. Like, oh, well there's branding in action. So I started being this person which was me, but at the same time, there was inflections of this other person. <laughs> and I remember I did a live stream in the car and I was in traffic and it was completely chakra block stopped. I basically could have put it in park and it was phones in the cradle and I went live and while, and then I said bye, wasn't moving, wasn't driving, but I was in the driver's seat and this person ended up doing a live stream about me and how out of integrity I was and all this bad, mean stuff and all these people I know chimed in because she didn't name me, but I know she was talking about me because Mm -hmm. two seconds before I was the one doing the thing. So it really, I felt like I was being stabbed and the knife was twisting where these people that I looked up to and paid money and could be like this and mean. So I like shrunk. I was like, okay, I can't Mm -hmm. be seen. I disappeared. I felt like my eyes were open to the stuff I was blinded by the shiny lights of this person and this group, and so then I was like, okay, I can't do this. I'm not. I. I just was. I kind of locked myself away. Mm-hmm. Not confident. Not myself. I was like, dimmed the light. You know, lighthouse off. Mm-hmm okay I'm gonna just <laughs> I'm gonna be professional I'm gonna switch everything first class brands and do this whole other thing with this whole different set of people different audience I can't do that I have been like stoned by these women you know like stoned mm-hmm. me which hunt it was horrible it was absolutely horrible and devastating because I take things personally sometimes not so much anymore but I did and I was so hurt Mm -hmm. And then after doing that for a while, I just, you know, I just start to feel like a kind of like a shell, like I'm not who I'm supposed to be. This isn't me. I can't, I can't do this anymore. And then again, just, I decided I just need to really figure out what I'm doing, but hold on a second, Steph, you are branding, you help people figure this out, do it to yourself which is a little bit hard I did my process but I hired someone else to help me see a few things that I couldn't see and I was like you know what I had this whole where I almost died totally confident didn't give a fuck but it did dim down and then I was like wait a second you almost died like you don't have time for this shit Mm -hmm. life is short you don't know how much longer you have be yourself. And then I just started going on to the full on messaging of just be yourself and really stepping into being myself while preaching it. Like I preached <laughs> <laughs> um, and just be you, just be you, just be you. And so I was like, you gotta walk the talk, right? You gotta do what you're saying you're doing. So I was like, fuck this through everything, burnt it all to the ground, and was like, I'm just gonna be Steph.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: where it's, that's where it switched. It, t- it took <laughs> like a year and a half of me being it's so painful, and <laughs> just oh, it was agony. But it wasn't. It's kind of like a pivotal moment over a year and a half, I guess.
0: <laughs> and and it's painful going through that experience because that's what I recently did with my business. Was mine started last July, where I just started, yeah like burning it all to the ground and being like, nope, this isn't for me. This isn't for me. This isn't for me. And then tried a few things and I'm like, nope, just getting that still not for me. And it's a painful experience when you're like, when you are rebranding to that extent of like figuring, trying to figure out who you are in the process, because all of a sudden you get to this point. And the big thing for me was I actually the way I started, the person who I started as and really desired to how I wanted to help people, it's like I did a full circle (laughs) back. And it's like, we go on this journey of like, like you said, like all of a sudden we, we sound like someone else and we lose ourselves and it brings us back to ourselves. So I think that's why it's so important to work with someone like you because doing it for a year is not, fun <laughs> like you know yeah. trying to figure out who you are for a year isn't isn't fun
1: <laughs> yeah it's like when you talk to like 20 year olds who are like oh yeah I can help you with this I've been through that well like for what a week I did this, like, <laughs> Years of trying to figure this shit out like mastering this stuff <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah it is, it's not it's definitely it's not all glitter
0: and rainbows that's for sure hmm. Yeah, no, I really like that you shared that piece of it, because I think for a lot of us as entrepreneurs, it, it reminds you that, you know, it wasn't just Steph, you know, had this big breakthrough moment where she was in the hospital. She was like, you know, she survived and now life is the way it is. And in order for you to be where you are today, you have to have this breakthrough moment and, you know, you have to end up in a hospital bed. Like, that's not the point. It's that, you know, you've even had those struggles along the way, you know, even after that to get to where you are. And so for yourself, like, I'm sure you still have those days. Like, what do you do? You know, what do you do on those days where you're just like, I'm. I'm not doing any of this. And you're just like, close the computer. Like, I'm just going to sell this computer. I don't want to do it anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. The journey of discovering yourself. It's a long journey. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I am. I think it's probably because I have the years behind me, uh, 17 years of doing this plus I'm 46 that I am. It's very easy for me to step away. If something's Mm -hmm. bothering me and I am very like working self-development, personal development, figuring out who you are, energetics, all these things, it it they're all it's like I've got this huge toolbox with lots of tools. And the more you use them, the more they they come faster. And knowing Mm -hmm. I'm a splendid projector, I start to listen to myself, you know what, this is just not happening right now. Go get a wine. Mm-hmm. So I go out and get a wine. Or I'll go out and watch vampire
0: diaries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know why you said that, but I've been thinking about vampire diaries today. And I have no idea why. So it must have been because of you. But I'm like, where's this coming from? The whole vampire vibe in my like going through my head. <laughs> oh, I love it. I am a binge it. Like I'll be up till 3 a.m. like
1: I need to go to sleep, but I can't stop watching. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's me. But yeah, no, it's easy for me to turn it off. I can step away from my computer anytime to go play with my kids, to go Mm -hmm. make them food, to go to the park, to walk the dogs with hubby, to go to the beach.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. And here's everything out to where I don't need to be a slave
0: to my computer anymore. And so let's all tell people why you're able to do that. Why are you able to go out and do all those things while still running a business? Because
1: the business is, I love what I do so much that I have narrowed everything down to only do what I love to do, Mm -hmm. plus social media, which I do have a scrolling problem. If there's (laughs) anything that can help with that. (laughs) (laughs) a lot of. I could probably spend. I could probably cut another five hours out of my workday if I stopped scrolling. <laughs>
0: Ugh, I have issues. <laughs> um, That's probably why probably, you're getting so many like so many interactions with people is because you're liking their stuff. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm like I will always, always support and comment and like people's stuff. Algorithm man, I'm there. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'll be the one commenting on your stuff, but. I can do it because everything I've talked about, like I have narrowed it down to exactly what I want to do. I have changed my positioning in the market to where I now am at this price point. I only need a couple clients a month and I'm making 30, 40 K
0: for two Mm -hmm. clients,
1: you know, like, yeah, I don't, I always thought I wanted to build an empire. I actually don't want to build an empire. I want to have, my own brand where I help people and whether it's a couple people with my group program, which I can sell hundreds of them. Mm -hmm. And it's just easy. I've got so much free time and I am not a slave to my business. I have a life to live. My business just supports that life.
0: And that's the thing is, you know, the freedom piece. And that's something I'm really learning with my business is getting rid of all, all the crap <laughs> like that. It's like, you know, really sitting down and I don't like, I don't want to do this. I don't like to do this. And, you know, I do it and I'm like, you know, I realize, oh, I, I actually really don't like doing this. And I remove it from my business because you know, that is why the, like, why we start our businesses in the first place, right? Is for the freedom and you get it, lost in the grind. You do. And especially as projectors, like that's a big no, no for us. Yeah. But one of the things that I was thinking of when I said it to you was the fact that you are your brand, you know, by you being able to go and play with your kids by you being able to go for a walk. I mean, even if you took a picture while you were there, that's that's part of who you are. And people like people who desire that life, you know, who do truly desire freedom, they actually will be able to see like in your content that she's actually out living her life. She's not just, you know, doing a photo shoot one day out for a walk. You know, it's it's like I'm actually out here living that's
1: one of my core values is freedom the freedom to do what you want when you want and the freedom to actually sit here for 10 hours and work on a brand because i want to Mm -hmm. and i can't not and i love it like i i could sit here for 10 hours or i can sit here for one and i won't force myself anymore to design when i'm not in the mood because that's Mm -hmm. just creating something that's not meant to be created i let it come and my clients are all okay with it whether it takes an extra week because they get something that's perfect for them, not something that we have to change and then redo later. So Mm -hmm. I don't spend that time forcing anymore. So that frees up time and it's all about freedom. And I do want to be completely transparent and say that even though I say I can step up and play with my kids at any time I do look like a crazy psycho sometimes when I'm in the middle of branding or designing <laughs> and they're at my shit. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Go eat whatever you <laughs> want. I'm a little bit of a monster. I won't lie. I
0: won't lie. I won't lie. But I mean, that's the all encompassing piece, yeah. right? Like it's, it's not all getting, happy- Miles. well, it, but it, I mean, it is right. Like it's being able to still do what you love and be able to like part part of that you know when you are truly in love with your business, that is filling your cup up, right? like that is your self love piece, and it's like I need this to like love on myself to do my business to feel that like this is what brings me joy, so you still need that before you go give to everyone else, and even if it's time with your kids and all that kind of thing, you know, I know for myself, like with my partner and me having a brand new baby. And saying to him, like, my business is the thing that fills my cup. Like, I I need to, I need my time to go do the business stuff. (laughs)
1: Yes. True.
0: And, and it is when you truly love what you do, then it doesn't feel like work. No. You know, and if it's starting to feel like work, like I said, you need to eliminate it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, delegate. Delegate find someone to do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No
1: excuse not to. You can find people that do stuff for five bucks an hour on Fiverr who are happy to take that money. So there's no excuse. Delegate,
0: delegate, delegate. (laughs) (laughs) It'll make you happy in the long run. (laughs) It will. Yes. So what, how can someone work with you? Ooh, find me on socials and send me a message. (laughs)
1: it's really easy to work with me um we hop on a call uh i know a lot of people uh, it's a big trendy thing to you know i made this much money with no no sales calls and no funnels and no this like well i want to know who i'm working with i want Mm -hmm. to talk to them i want to figure out what they need where they're at because sometimes they don't need me or sometimes we can fix it in a little intensive call and they're sorted and they don't need the whole branding. I am zero pressure. I don't follow up to the, like, I'll, I'll see how you're doing and say, Hey, and I'll support your, you know, your online presence, but I'm not, I don't hound people. Like when you're ready, I'm here. I don't chase like, because the ones who do come to me are so all in and so ready, their results skyrocket. It's just better for everybody. And it's easier for me to work with them. So I always get on a call and we just have chat and it's Mm -hmm. fun. It's fun. I swear a lot. Um, (laughs) You'll laugh a lot. You might your pants a little bit because I'm hilarious. No, I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You sound like me. I told my boyfriend, I said, I'm
1: hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. And you will probably swear more when we're done working together, but in a fun way, (laughs) (laughs) because you can't not. Um, but yeah, it's really easy if you're ready to elevate your brand, whether you want to do it yourself and have me guide you, or you want it done with you for you, or if you just need, cause I have a lot of marketing experience. Um, and I'm really good with copy. I'm not a copywriter, but I am so good at taking yours and flicking a few things around to make it just bring in people and sell. I'm really good at that. So I have a lot of ways of like intensives and one-offs and you can work with me over three months and we just elevate everything, your whole strategy, content marketing. But my main thing is my signature branding package, which is full. Some people know what they are and just want the visual side. And some people, I really like the way it looks, but I need to know who I am and who I'm talking to and raise my position. And I've got
0: that, but it's, Awesome. Starts with a chat. Where can they find you? Uh,
1: I have a website, mm-hmm. www.junglebrandingco.com. And mm-hmm. everything is there. Links to everything. You can message me from there or Steph Zahalka on Facebook. I do everything on my personal profile, it's all public. Mm-hmm. Instagram, also Steph Zahalka. And if you don't know okay. how to spell that, it's it's actually spelled exactly like it sounds even though it sounds complicated
0: <laughs> z-a-h-a-l-k-a <laughs> perfect and then you mentioned that you're also going to be having a group program coming up
1: yes i just started telling people about it now it's on pre-pre-pre-sale it is exactly my signature done for you high-end package but it it's got the energy of a group, the fun vibes of doing it with other people and people who like to get their hands in it and do some creating themselves because some people really like that. So it's a much lower price point. Um, payment plans, of course, make it really easy. Mm-hmm. I understand the whole cash flow thing. I've been doing this a long time. Sometimes just because you're making good money doesn't mean you've got the cash flow to invest five figures straight away. So. Mm-hmm it's a much lower price point it's fun there's access to me in a group it's got everything in it i don't hold anything back the only thing you're not getting is me designing your stuff unless you want to add that on
0: Mm -hmm. uh
1: but yeah it's it's freaking awesome and i've already i had pre pre-sale i've already got people signing up so that's really exciting. exciting the vision board people who are dying to work with me but can't afford it yet so they're jumping into this because they still have access to me and you get all of it really but in your own time you can do it at 3 a.m you can do it during school hours you can (laughs) get it all done in a month or you can take six months so
0: it's it's gonna be a total vibe it's a party it's my party total vibe
1: awesome
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Steph, for being on the podcast. I think that you've really explained, you know, what branding truly is. And I think you've done it, you know, so beautifully. And everyone needs to go work with you now. Like if after listening to this, they have like no reason not to. I'm on the edge of my seat and I'm like, this sounds really good. This sounds really good, Steph. (laughs) It's awesome. It's really
1: basically working less, being paid more money and having more freedom to live the life you desire without bounds. That's what it's all about. Like we elevate you up so you don't have to work as many hours. You make more money Mm -hmm. and you love what you do and it's easy and fun and it's the long game, sustainable and
0: profitable. That's awesome. Love it. All right. Thank you so much. And for all of you listening, go out there and make life your bitch. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Make Life Your Bitch podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with your bestie. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, feedback, or compliments that you want to throw like confetti, you can reach me directly at podcast at makelifeyourbitch.co. Thanks for listening.